Not everything metal was created equal. What an ugly thing to say. The Metal Sucks Podcast. Shiggity Chuck and Godless attempt to bring order to chaos or just make stupid jokes about dumb people. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. This is the Metal Sucks Podcast. Greetings and salutations, yeah. my fine metal friends. Welcome to another edition of the Metal Sucks Podcast. I'm Chuck. I am Godless. And this is your weekly As examination of real. all things metal, the Metal Sucks Podcast. We post it on Mondays at MetalSucks.net, also on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us uh, some shitty comments and uh, five stars. Five stars. Much appreciated. Uh, you people can find us. You can also get the stream. Like uh, I think we're on Stitcher and a few other things, so you can uh, find us in a lot of different Ooh, places also. Stitcher? I think so. Oh, I want to say somebody said they, they picked us up on Stitcher. Oh, I, good. I just downloaded that from my phone, so now I got to... I'm have. i not familiar with it, so let me know if it, if it actually okay. works, man. But, but we should be on all platforms, everywhere, mm-hmm. every Monday. That's what we do. <laughs> Yay. This week, we have uh, Josh... Skogan. No, Skagun. Skagun. Skagun, man. I, I even li- Son of a bitch. Yeah. I suck at this. <laughs> I am terrible at this. Uh, he is the lead man, of course, of the band 68. And you might go, 60 who? What? What is that about? You also know him from The Chariot. You also know him from Norma Jean. So you know him, but you don't know his new band, maybe. You yeah. may not be familiar with it. Well, you're going to get familiar with it very soon because we're, we're going to play a song. Track. We're going to yeah. play play a song from the album as well as uh, talk to him about many 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 things oh yeah because if you know anything about the chariot and norma jean and the possibility of somebody named godless talking to a guy uh that was in those bands and fronted those bands um things can get interesting well i thought it was nice kind of no no i was nice it was right (laughs) up until the point he said that he was a skeptic Oh, and then I, know, I was like, I know, oh, well, you know, my thing is, is that and this is our first time, like actually talking to a, a pure Christian metal kind of guy uh, and you going having a chance to kind of put that stuff out there. Oh, yeah. And I was I was kind of stoked. Uh, but you started to go down the, the, the religion wormhole. Oh, and, yeah. And I couldn't bring you back out of it. No. Oh, I, ha- I mean, I had to let you go so, Thank you know, you. Some, this is somewhere down that road. But, I mean, I, there are a few things that I was, uh, we talked about it afterwards. And I was like, oh, damn. You know, about the actual Christian metal part of it, not right. about the Christianity yeah. part of it. Know. You know, that thing. So, you know. Uh. But we also we find out some cool stuff that that dinosaurs and men walk together and dude. Uh, all kinds of cool dude. <laughs> there's some, there's some stuff in this one. I, I, I did good. I did like nearly fall over. I know I know you were you were pretty excited. <laughs> uh, I know it, it was uh, it was fun to watch because <laughs> uh, I do like the first twenty minutes of this interview almost by myself and then uh, Godless does the whole last half of it. <laughs> Sorry. And I just kind of bow. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to stand over here. Oh, shit. You're trying to be nice. I Well, I try to be nice to everybody for the most part. You know, I don't want to be too much of a dick. I'll be a dick to upon a burning body in the second part of this show. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. What, that's the other time. That's who I want to be a dick to in this show uh, more than anything else because I am pissed off at my fellow Texans. I am 
pissed off <laughs> at them. And we got a new Cannibal Corpse, too. Oh, yeah. We're going to play the new Cannibal Corpse song, which is actually really good. Um, did, what, what did you think? I love that guitar tone, Don't. man. That, you know, as soon as that happens, it's like, oh, they're back. It's, it's good stuff. Man. But. Oh, what, what, oh, but. But what? what? Dude. That, we, we talked about this last week about the singer bringing back the old singers. Yeah. Oh, Chris Barnes. What? Dude, I mean, what, what is it, like the 25th or 20th anniversary of uh, Butcher to Birth or something coming up? Uh-huh. And it's like, or I don't know how many years it's been, but maybe for the 25th, they got to do, they got to get together and just tour that album again. Just do what, a whole. With Barnes? With Barnes. Oh, dude, I don't think that's going to happen, man. I, I know, but that's what should happen. I just don't think that. Dude, that would be epic. And I've talked to I've talked to Chris Barnes and I've talked to uh, Palmer Zerkowitz before. You know, like trying to figure out what who why are you yeah. guys why is that not and I've never been able to get a real straight answer. It's out of one that. of those things where it's a it's greater than the sum of its parts. You know, and you know that's probably not a bad thing because because uh, you know we talked about the going back to your old lead singers I and mean, Cannibal is one of those that you forget that they have more material with Corpse Grinder than they ever did with Chris I Barnes, know, but some of the most legendary but, death metal that's ever been made was made with that with, with Chris Barnes. But so your like, birth eh. is a top five greatest metal album of all time right there. It's, I mean, it made a genre of metal. Like They made a genre of, of metal, and that's... You can't you can't take that away. Oh, man. But I don't know. I think... I mean, Corpse Grinder's a bad motherfucker, so no matter what... I'm totally fine with it. And if they wanted to tour on Butcher to Birth with Corpse Grinder, fucking more power to them. It's all good, but man, Barnes has got a really unique sound to his voice that is completely yeah. different. That, and that, then that that, that uh, Corpse yeah. Grinder's good, but Corpse Grinder's it's he's not breaking any barriers or anything, you know? His yeah, well, voice is pretty yeah. pretty consistent with other death metal dudes he's in the pocket let's he's say in the pocket, there you yeah. go that, that that's what i would call that he is it's definitely a, in the pocket it's a good fit no it works really well right but, but yeah it's not magic yeah i don't want to you know because i can't disparage either one of them i think they're both badasses so yeah you know i and but i'm not a six feet under fan so that's why i say it's some greater than the sum of its parts indeed indeed wait we're gonna. What, why were we talking about? Why were we talking about Chris Barnes? Oh, because we're gonna play Cannibal Corpse. Yes. Okay. It's like, what, how do we get on this? <laughs> this is what. This is how we do this show. We don't even know where we're at right now. I know what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this damn interview. All right. Let's yeah, get into this interview. It's a long one. It's a. It's a. Yes. <laughs> we will. But it, there's payoff, people. There's payoff. <laughs> like you know. Yeah. I'd love uh, to talk to him like, again. You know. Uh, He's the kind yeah. of guy I'd like to sit down. And actually, have lunch with. actually, honestly, I agree with you there. I think. I, I think that the conversation that we were having. Having could have gone on for a lot longer yeah. and those kinds of conversations about things that are personal uh are a lot better to have in person you know in, in a lot of cases because then you can kind of gauge if you're really pissing somebody off because i felt like you were turning him red at some point yeah so, so, and and i was like well okay this could turn out we should do it in person for no other reason than just to see if i can get him to punch me out that would be kind of funny. <laughs> that would be great. Somebody needs to punch your ass out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Josh. Scott Gunn. From, from 68 on the Metal Sucks Podcast. Oh, she's waking up. She's fighting out. She has no balls. It's just like a game. She's trying to sell the shit. Hey, what's going on, man? It's uh, Chuck and Godless from the Metal Sucks Podcast. Hey man, I'm doing real good. I'm, uh, I'm home right now, but getting ready to leave. Uh, leave uh, next. Leave Monday to start a 
another tour, so I'm, um, you know, kind of busy doing all that, but right now I'm home, and so life is good. Is yeah. that harder to do now that you're leaving somebody and something behind than it used to be? Obviously, when you put that into perspective, it, it, it definitely is. Um, having said that, I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely built, you know, for the road. Like, I, it's, it's a love of mine. It's a passion of mine as well, and, and you know... Uh, I'm not very good at twiddling my thumbs, so I find myself whenever I've been home a little, you know, like kind of in one place for quite a while, I start getting kind of antsy, you know. Um, I, I was off between the chariot and 68. I was off for four months, five months, something like that. Um, and for me, that's a really long time and, and uh, probably longest I've been home or, you know, stationary for, I don't even know, 10 years at least. So yeah, I mean, I, I obviously, you know, there's there's a, a real. I always look at it as, as as a positive on both. It's a win-win to me because you know I get to go out and tour and do the thing I, I love, but but I do have somewhere I can call home, which is also very nice, you know. And I, I tend to enjoy both, you know. After you're sitting so long, does the wife finally just go? You need to go. <laughs> you got to get, <laughs> like you start getting antsy, and it's like, no, you need to go. Go go do your thing. I, I would imagine something like that happened. I, I know the day I, I uh, sort of con- when we confirmed the chariot was calling at a night. Um, you know, we were, we were on warp tour. We, ha- we hadn't made it public yet, but, but uh, <clears throat> you know, we knew it was happening. I, I called her and was talking to her about it, and she was like, "What are you going to do next?" You know, and I was like, "Well, I don't know this that, and the other." She's like, "Well, you should you should figure out something you're going to do because I, I know how you get. You know, when you, you start getting antsy, and I was like, that's, that's funny that you know." That's the one of the first things we talk about, <laughs> you know, just basically like I, I, I guess I'm not very fun to be around for a long, long period of time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, your Wikipedia page kind of confirms that <laughs> up until like the last yeah. few years. And then now when you say we called it quits, do you mean we as in everybody kind of went, OK, or we as in three of the dudes are like, oh, really? It was nice, man. It was uh, it was very mutual. I, I, we were only a four piece at the time. Uh, obviously, we didn't have a basis the last like couple years of being a band. But um, I, I've never been in a scenario. Um, you know, obviously, I haven't been in that many scenarios. But I haven't been in a, a scenario ever where each member sort of felt a piece about it and had an idea for that next step. You know what I mean? It is usually, I mean, obviously the chair has been through so many member changes and at every single point of any of those member changes, you know, there was a couple of people who were like, I'm moving on, whether it was, I mean, it was almost always a good thing. It wasn't ever, you know, like a negative, like I hate you and I'm leaving. It was always, you know, like I got this other band I want to do or I'm getting married or something, you know. So it's always like a couple people that were like, you know, I'm peacing out, that's for sure. And then a couple people, aka me, that was like, well, I feel like to to be keeping on doing this, you know. So so there's never been a scenario uh, that I've ever been experienced uh, uh, with where everyone felt a piece about it and yet had, you know, sort of that an idea for that next step, you know. And so it was, it was really quite nice. And, and that was one of the things that made us feel so confident about it because obviously you know being a 10-year thing for me and a couple of other guys and and uh you know our drummer i think it was clocking in at like five years or something like it was a big deal it was a big deal you know we didn't take it lightly and we didn't you know it wasn't like uh you know oh, let's, let's quit oh, okay cool yeah, you know it's like it was something that 
you know, it was, it was, it meant a lot to us, obviously, but having that next step and having that next goal and the, 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 the sort of the piece about it, um, made it very, it felt good, you know? And yeah, I, I definitely don't think any one person was left behind going, wait, why are we doing this? What's going on? No, you know, uh, whether it was a college or just, you know, more family oriented or, uh, you know, there's, there's always, there was something for everyone to kind of sink their teeth into and, and, feel good about you know moving forward so the strangest thing i i think i i read was like you know basically you said a few things uh, to that effect about the chariot but also it sort of reflected what you had said about norma jean as as well like i mean this the the quote was almost identical which was sort of weird (laughs) were those two things similar for you there are similarities um i i mean i don't know too many bands who have parted ways and, and and you know sort of lived to be friends about it. True. So the fact that that happened with Norma Jean was very, uh, it was very awesome. You know, obviously, like I, I went to middle school with most of those guys, uh, the, the the lineup that when I was in the band and stuff. So there was a history there. It wasn't just like, hey, we're in a band and move on. Like it, we, you know, we were all friends before we were in a band. So, um, you know, to part ways and, and be on such good levels with everyone was very. I mean, you know, I, I sh- I'm sure glad it happened that way. I, I sure wouldn't have wanted to lose friends over it. You know, the, the Chariot's obviously a different animal because there's been so many member changes. I mean, every album we had a completely different lineup almost. When it actually parted ways, though, that group of guys was very, uh, very like easygoing and 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 uh, like I said, we didn't take it lightly. It wasn't like, yeah, let's try that. You know, it's just it felt good and it felt like the right thing to do. And the timing just seemed perfect. I mean, it, it really. Everything from the the emotional side of things to to uh, even business side of things, you know, we were in between contracts. We we it's not like we owed any more records to any label. Um, I mean, it just all sort of. The more we kind of talked about it, the more everything really sort of felt like, yeah, this is the right time that you know it's supposed to go out. And for me, it was like I said, it was like ten years. That's how long the Beatles were around. So you know, <laughs> it's a lifetime. <laughs> Because you're obviously still making music. It wasn't anything where you just right. said the creative juices are done, or you were done working with the with that group of guys as far as creatively. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, I definitely, I mean, obviously with '68, but even with the Chariot, I mean, I, writing record, writing songs isn't the hard part, you know. Um, to, to to the group of guys I've usually been with, and then for myself, that, that was it, was not, it wasn't like a. It wasn't like we discussed it. It was like, guys, we've got nothing left. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> well, some people reach that me. point, you know? Do they? <laughs> I mean, I would, I would love to meet the person who, who confidently can admit that he's, you know, reached the point where everything from then on out is going to be watered down, you know, uh, mediocrity. You know what I mean? I, I can't think of anyone that would. It's like, we admitted that before he even started. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's, I admit that every day. <laughs> What the, no, what I, but I mean, you look at uh, you, you. You've met those guys that where the singer and guitarist can't get along, and then they can't write a song sure. together. It's just it, it's just almost physically impossible because you either hate each other or you just don't have right. the. It's just not there anymore. So the only thing you can do is sort of throw your hands up and walk away. Oh, well, see, that's another thing that really, you know, it, it wasn't a preconceived thing, but but and and while it was going on, and in hindsight, it was quite nice because. I mean, I'm I'm still a fan of music. Uh, I know I've been doing it long enough. I shouldn't be a fan of music, but uh, I, I'm still a fan of music. And, and there's all the time bands that I love that, you know, you, you look online one day and you're like, oh, 
cool. They broke up. They hate each other. Awesome. You know, and as a fan, you're like devastated because you're like, man, I really wanted to go see them or I really, you know, want to see them again or whatever. And so for us, it was really quite nice to have that sort of farewell tour and that moment to be able to say, hey, thank you. And, and to be able to say like, hey, if you want to come see us one more time, this is it, you know, and, and, uh, it, you know, it's very nice to be, as an artist, it's very nice to be able to sort of call the shots, you know, and as far as in regards to writing music and stuff, obviously with having so many different variations of the chariot sort of come and go and the different episodes that each of those created, like, I, I definitely feel like, you know, writing another album or another couple albums wasn't, it, that wasn't a factor in the, you know, or, or the lack thereof to be able to do so. I mean, I've written records where, you know, I've written 90% of the songs and I've written records like One Wing where, you know, I only wrote maybe half, you know. So that, you know, it wasn't for, it wasn't from lack of, you know, creative. Yeah, the well didn't, the well didn't run dry. Yeah, at least I'd like to think so anyway. <laughs> Did you pray about it before you made the decision? Yeah, very much so. Uh, we, we actually met together. Uh, we, we, we were lucky enough to have a bus in the, uh, on Warp Tour. And uh, we met together, um, got to discussing some things, kind of came up to the, the realization like, whoa, this might be perfect timing and this might be a thing that we, we end up doing. And we knew it was a big old deal, so we actually told each other like, hey, let's meet back in like a week. You know, because we had a bus, which is very nice. It's not like we you know, never, ever normally have buses. So we had a bus and so we were able to sort of go in your own bunk and kind of just, you know, think things over and, and ponder, okay, well, what does this mean to me? Whatever. So we met up a week later, you know, um, st- still on work tour and everything. And yeah, I mean, it was very much so something that, you know, I, I felt between thinking and overthinking and praying and just really, I, I try to base my life on, on, you know, not necessarily the, the, the road easiest traveled, but the, the sort of the path that I feel like I'm, supposed to be on you know and uh sometimes that can look pretty clear and sometimes it can look pretty big you know but having said that you know i definitely felt like like i said we all felt a real peace about it you know well it almost sounds like you equate praying about it almost as like a meditation on it rather than communication would is that right <clears throat> well uh you know if i'm being uh very real so i feel like uh there are times where i feel like it's a very realistic tangible communication um you know, but then sometimes I, I I just feel it's kind of a general peace about something, you know, or or not. You know, I mean, I every time the the chariot has changed members, even when it was like all of the members, that same thought process and that same prayer and that same sort of activity would go into it, and it would be. And 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 every other time, I felt like, no, nah, you know what, I want to keep going. I want to, I want to, uh, you know, I feel like my path or or whatever, you know, is, is to, to keep writing music. And that's what I feel at peace about, you know, and sometimes it, it really is, I feel like proper communication. And then, and then sometimes it just kind of feels, you know, a little bit more like, a you just kind of get a general piece about an idea or not, you know, and, and, and I feel like it's always done me good to sort of stick with what I feel, you know what I mean? Whether, whether uh, some people kind of call it a gut instinct or some people, you know, sort of the Lord's sort of light lighting the path or whatever. And so I, I just try to do everything I do with a little bit of thought, a little bit of prayer and, and, and try to 
stick on the road that I'm supposed to be on, whatever that looks like, you know. Did that, like, disappoint you or piss you off that God didn't weigh in one way or the other on whether the chariot continues? Um, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like he did. You know, um, I, I, I can't imagine a more peaceful scenario where all four guys are in agreement that this is the time. You know what I mean? Because uh, it's a very, it was a very big, it was a very monumental time in our lives. You know what I mean? Uh, as much as talking about peaceful and all this stuff, it definitely was. I mean, it was a big deal. You know, I don't, I don't want anyone to think it was just like, you know, yeah, let's try breaking up. You know what I mean? It was very well thought out and very well um, prayed over. And, and you know, I, I think we're all in different. Uh, walks of life and and whatever that looks like per person, but for me, you know, it was definitely something that I felt uh, the Lord sort of chimed in on and and sort of be, uh, revealed to me or whatever, you know, however you want to word it. I felt, I, like I said, I, I've never met a band who's parted ways in such uh, a peaceful and and okay manner. You know what I mean? Um, even some of the ones that do it quite nicely there you know there's always the one guy who's like yeah this sucks man we're walking away from this you know or whatever or the one guy that's like i don't know what i'm gonna do you know and and kind of left in the dark or whatever and you know not to say that they missed it or anything i'm just saying I, it, was, it was quite nice to have that sort of uh, uh all of us kind of on the same page which is a very odd thing for such a, a big decision i think so it sounds like not everybody in the band at the time was necessarily Christian, is that right? Because no, we're all Christian. But but you, the way you were sort of wording it, it made it sound like like uh, everybody kind of treated it their own way, and we prayed about it and thought about it, and did, it sounded like there was a mixture, perhaps, in individual responses or what people mm-hmm. would do in order to consider it. I, I mean, I, I'm never quick to assume anything. I, I, uh, we were all, you know, we all have a very simple belief, you know, um, but we all definitely you know, are Christian, uh, folks. Uh, but I, I feel like everyone is on a, on the, you know, their own journey and whatever that looked like. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as in the discussion room, I mean, it was very much so, you know, kind of a, a discussion between ourselves and between where we think the paths that we're each on go. Cause you know, every band is just made up of individual yeah, people, well, you know, as big so- as the entity feels, it's, it's always individuals that make it up, you know, and so... So have you had more explicit communication, like, in regards to 68, or has it been just a feeling since? Like, with God? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I when 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 it became an official thing to, to part ways, uh, I mean, that was definitely the next step. It was like, well, Lord, is this, is this, am I done? You know, like, should I stay home more? Like, should I, you know, be this guy or that guy is this, you know is this what what does that look like and uh and again uh being in work tour and having the luxury of a bus and stuff is quite nice cuz I was, was able to sort of you know normally in a van you, you know you're always surrounded by people and always sort of whatever but in in the bus scenario it was definitely nice cuz you know I was able to sort of pray about it and just sort of feel it out and 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 definitely had some very nice confirmations about from different people that that 68 was the thing it was my next step you know um i go to a church uh that has quite a bit of people and it's not it's not like a really big church or anything but it but um 
just a very, very quick uh, synopsis. Uh, one person that I didn't even know very well, I had talked to them and seen them, but they, they didn't even know quite what I did for a living. Uh, they came up to me not knowing anything about the chariot and told me some stuff that was quite nice and quite, you know, uh, kind of phenomenal if, 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 you know, Christianity is not really like your bag or whatever. So, you know, it's pretty, it's quite amazing the things they said and the things that I felt like they confirmed for me, you know. So, you know, but everything I do in my life, I, I, I try my best to sort of sort out what that looks like and what the, you know, the path is sort of before me and, I try not to take anything too lightly, you know, but having said that, you know, try to keep a smile on my face about whatever, you know, whatever comes my way, I, I'd like to, to try and see it as glass half full, but... Whenever that's happened <clears throat> to me, it's usually a hot chick. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> I am human. <laughs> <laughs> but there was no, I mean, I don't mean to sound trite or anything, but there's no, like, flaming bush, there's no, like... Uh, apparition through the curtains. There's no it, everything's sort of a feeling or almost like coincidences, that sort of thing. You know, I, I'm never. I, I don't ever want to conjure up something where something's not being conjured up. You know, I, I'm a very realist. Sometimes, as I said before, like I, I really genuinely feel like sometimes I've I've prayed and and had some had results. I mean, I've seen crazy things happen that I, that I that I can't explain outside of uh, of a scenario where there's a god sort of answering my prayer but having said that i'm not i'm not gonna act like you know every time i pray it's like this clear-cut voice that comes oh down totally not but would you share any of those you know when you've had like a you know a, a something phenomenal happen out i of mean it? i mean i don't know how crazy you want to get I, i've seen like proper miracles that you know that 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 uh that you know i can't explain but those are you know, not those aren't the norm. You know, uh, oh, totally and, not. And but I'd I, love to hear. I don't know, like <clears throat> something awesome. You know, give me a headline. Hook me up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, one that pops to my mind. Uh, a friend of mine's mom. Uh, she was diagnosed with some. I, I don't know much about cancer in the world that that envelops. But my friend of mine's mom was was. Uh, diagnosed with some crazy cancer of the lungs maybe i might be wrong on that but the principle's still the same uh but uh he was a friend of mine who you know we we shared different beliefs and uh but you know in this sort of time of craziness he sort of came to me and was just like yo you know this is what's happening and he was he was all you know he was in tears and all this stuff and anyway i was just like well you know i i feel like you're telling me this because you you would like me to sort of i don't know pray for you and he's like sure I, I never want to be invasive or anything, you know. I know we're on we're all different people doing different things, but nevertheless, I, you know, he 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 wanted it and asked for it, you know. So I prayed over him uh, and just real quick, nothing fancy. I wasn't trying to turn water into wine or anything. It was just sort of a you know, it was something that I I felt strongly to do. And and he called me uh, less than four hours later, and uh, his his mom uh, actually like. I don't know, it did something and had, like, like she, like, felt a pain or something, like, after we prayed, w rushed to the hospital, um, you know, which would seem like, oh, well, that didn't work. But uh, when she got there, she felt way better. Well, she felt, she felt fine. Uh, the doctor, you know, who, who had originally told her about the cancer and stuff, uh, it was gone um, all the way. And, again, I don't know the world of cancer. I don't know how that works, but it sounds crazy enough to me, but... On top of all that, 
my friend's not, uh, he's he's quite poor to just put it in quick terms. So his mom, while while she was in the line or whatever to pay, this guy walked up to her that he, that she didn't know. Uh, was like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound rude, but um, I feel like I'm supposed to pay for whatever you uh, whatever bill you get. I'm supposed to pay for. To me, that's pretty absurd. Pretty pretty nuts. You know, just I mean, this day and age, to have someone just walk up and say that out of nowhere is pretty crazy. Anyway. All that to say, my friend called me and was very happy and, and very, very, uh, very stoked individuals. And, and, and I was like, well, that's cool. You know what I mean? Um, it is pretty cool. I can't, I, I can't explain that with anything else, but I understand that, you know, it's 2014 and, you know, on the planet Earth and, and uh, you know, but having said that, like I said, that's, that's you know, it's for, for me in my life, that's not the norm. That's not everyday life. Uh, you know, it's, it's something that I felt very... Uh, blessed to be able to be a part of and to, to 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 do that or whatever, but usually it's it's kind of a piece, you know. Sort of, a, I, I feel okay with this. I feel okay with that, you know. And and I don't know, you know what I mean. I'm not I'm not even remotely trying to claim that I understand everything <laughs> there is to understand about the Lord and who He is or all. But I, you know, I definitely I am actively searching for the truth, you know. Dude, you cured cancer. Yeah. <laughs> That's the headline. <laughs> There's the headline. There you go, yeah. Josh Scoggin cures cancer. Will you pray for my mortgage payment? <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> you were uh, starting Norma Jean in the chariot. You guys were labeled as Christian metal bands. How do you bring that faith into the music, or is that important to you anymore? Have, is it something that's on top of what you guys are doing, or is it just sort of a subcurrent uh, of what's going on in your life? Uh, honestly... The, the Christian part right before the genre is never, that's like, that's being a Christian is who I am. It's my beliefs. It's not my beliefs because I was raised in a Christian home and it's not my beliefs. It's just who I am. It's like, it's just who I am. But putting that before the genre has never been anything that I've ever been stoked on or excited about as far as I don't, it's it's weird that all of a sudden like Christianity has a genre, you know, of music. Um, it, I always felt like we're just a band that is doing what we're doing, um, and I don't know, throwing that ahead of it just sort sort of felt odd. But having said that, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't care, you know, I'm not like, I don't know, in any way, shape, or form, trying to be like whatever. But it's just odd. It's just odd that it always felt like the media is the one that sort of like place that upon us because our first label happened to be solid state records. And because, you know, I try to keep a generally positive, uh, you know, my, my lyric content. I never felt like you guys shied away from it either though. I mean, it wasn't anything like you, you know, ah, don't call us that. I, I know some people do and some people don't. I've had a lot of interviews where I've sort of talked about it, but yeah, I'm not, again, I don't, as far as any genre, regardless of what you call us, you can call us whatever you want because you know any genre kind of bums me out. But yeah, um, any any box, any sort of tight knit sort of like, oh, you're an artist, you fit into here, nice and neat. Like that's always kind of strange for me. But as an artist, I feel like with anything, with any artist, any you know, if they're painting, if they're writing music, if they're whatever, like whoever you are is going to come out onto that canvas. Um, those beliefs that I have, they're very personal beliefs they're very uh deep obviously i just usually write about kind of my life experience and what i'm going through the the questions but the answers but the you know the tunnel itself but the light at the end of the tunnel the, you know i try to keep it all in balance and and 
it's all a timestamp of me in my life. Having said that, obviously some themes are going to come out that that have to do with a God that exists and and the things that come with that. But that's just like my art. It's not. It's not all of a sudden like you know what I mean. Like mm. nobody calls the killers, uh, you know, Mormon rock. You know what I mean? Like it's not like the Beastie Boys, or whatever, like Buddhist hip hop or whatever. You know what I mean? It's it's just strange that it's always been sort of a, a thing that people have freely kind of tagged onto us. And and again, I don't. Yeah, but don't dude, care. Mormonism is particularly crazy. I mean, <laughs> well, some would say that about Christianity, you know, and rightfully so. I mean, it's it's you know it's. Would would you be willing to perform? Because uh, Dave Mustaine has come out and said, "I won't perform with satanic bands." Would you perform with either satanic, Islamic, or gay bands? All the time. All that we uh, we like a band that I love and 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 thoroughly enjoyed touring with was Behemoth, and we just totally joked about the fact that they have shirts that say, you know. Christians to the lions, and we totally joked about them and and their belief. I mean, it's just it's we're all humans, and we're all you know what I mean. Like I don't under I don't ever expect anyone to understand right away where I'm coming from, and I definitely can't act like I understand where anyone else is coming from. You know what I mean? I know my journey, and I know what has brought me to where I'm at. I'm at that has no relevance to me assuming or judging or anything on on you or where you're at. You know, I can't relate to the guy who literally grew up on the streets with nothing. You know what I mean? I grew up in a loving family home, middle-class suburbs. You know what I mean? Like, so I have no problems with being a band and playing with other bands. Uh, and I and I don't ever expect someone to have the same beliefs as me or to, to understand my beliefs necessarily. I mean, there's a lot of people who claim they're Christians that I do not agree with. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of people who have the same broad stroke as I do that I'm just like, uh, you're an idiot, you know, but maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know, you know, so I just kind of do my thing and, you know, and I, and I try to see the world as a better place than it probably actually is, you know, but for me, that's what carries me on. And, and this is in my journey. This is where I'm at, you know. So have you, do you presently or do you plan in the future at any point in owning any slaves? Owning any slave? No. <laughs> He's been reading the Old Testament. What I've been reading say? the Old Testament. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> have you ever read the Old Testament, like from beginning to end? Yeah, I have. Okay, because it's driving me crazy. I can't. I can't read it. it. I go, oh my god, this is this is preposterous. I I fully I fully agree with you. There are some things that I think are absolutely crazy, <laughs> and again, I'm not a scholar. I'm not even very educated, so I don't understand everything. There's just some things that I can't deny having said that. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that, See, cause that like, I understand everything the, that happened or... Yeah, but one of the things for me is like, it's like, okay, okay, everybody says Adam, Adam and Eve like didn't happen, right? It's just a story. So, okay, if it's just a story, that means that there's no original sin, right? So if there's no original mm -hmm. sin... Why did Jesus have to die on the cross in order to wipe away an original <laughs> sin that didn't happen? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, I've, I haven't heard, I haven't heard a, an argument on how it's a, uh, just a story, not real. But Are you a young Earth creationist? Someone who believes that the Earth is six to 8,000 years old? Um, the short answer would be yes. I do feel like that 
something I have in my beliefs, uh, but there are definitely some very strong sort of evidences that would that can call that crazy. Having said that, I think there's some other things that can call the you know the we all evolved from one single cell organism is pretty crazy, and, and we all sort of uh, you know the, the the Earth you know billions and billions and hundreds of billions. Like uh, there's some things that I think both can sound crazy, and I don't know. But the difference between me and maybe a lot of Christians that you meet is that, like, I will happily sit here and go, I don't know. <laughs> it's 2014, and I literally have, I don't know. But anything anyone ever tells me is just, they're only telling me stuff that they themselves have been taught by someone else, you know. And so I don't know. But I always see beliefs and in I mean, re- religion or spirituality. I could I could see that as a as a as a thing where I don't know, like like even you and I just discussing things. I think that's nice to be able to discuss things and ponder and wonder. You know, is there a God and is he cool? Is he crazy? Is he you know is he doing this that the other? I think that's cool, but I, I think so often it, it you know unfortunately starts wars and and <laughs> you know and 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 all these other crazy things, but. uh you know, I'm very different than most people I know of that that claim Christianity as well. You know, and and I think hate and war is never the answer. But. I guess for me, I got the same journey that you've got. I've just ended up at a different destination, right? Because like, you know, I, I I grew up in a house that was mm-hmm. why well, we were Catholic, but close to Christian, right? right? And then, uh, yeah. you know, but the whole time, even as a kid, I'm like. But I need it. I this needs to make sense. This needs to make sense. This needs, needs to make sense. Sure. And I would like when I would read the Bible there, if I would just take a passage, yes, that passage makes some sense. But then when I would consider it with everything else that I was experiencing in reality, and then right. look at the, the, the book as a, as a whole, then it stopped making sense. And then when I looked sure. at history and I guess, I guess my point is, is that like, when I go, Oh geez, I don't know. I feel like, Oh my God, this might be my only ride on this ship. Right. I want to know. And so like sure. I explore everything I can to try to find it out. My search for truth is just like yours. I think that's totally valid and, and accurate. I mean, I am literally a guy on a journey and uh, and that's the thing is I think so many people, especially in 2014, like so many people want the I mean they just claim boom, this is it. I know it's it. Fact done let's let's fight about it you know and for me it's like there's so many things i don't understand i don't fully understand everything and i would be lying if i sat here and and acted like i did i'm a very realist you know and i'm very i'm a very skeptical person which is uh something i can't say about a lot of christians you know well, but dude you can't call yourself a skeptic you can't call yourself how, a skeptic and a and a young earth creationist <laughs> yeah i know i know but you, you you can't be a young earth creationist and a skeptic at the same time that'd be crazy I don't agree because to me, I told you, I don't exactly know. I'm not, someone didn't come up to me and go, you know, hey, boom, Christianity. And then I just sort of blindly walked into it. Like there's a lot of, this is a long process, a long journey, you know, and, 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 and I've come to the place where I feel like this is where I'm at and this is sort of who I am. But again, if anyone disagrees with me, that's fine because it wasn't that long ago I would have disagreed with myself as well. But there's things I don't understand, but there's also things that, that, that I can't deny, you know, um, 
just some things that I've seen and the, you know, the things we talked about before that I just, that's who I am now. And it's, it's where I'm at. And I can't, I can't deny that, you know, but I, I do, under, I do understand sort of how crazy it is to just be like, yo, the Bible is a jacked up book. You know what I mean? And it's full of crazy things. And, and I don't know if it's all meant to be taken a hundred percent word for word literal, or if it's just great stories that, that sort of help kind of, guide some path or if it's you know I, i'm you're on a journey i'm on a journey i i think that's okay i, I don't see anything wrong with that oh you know, no but, no i'm not challenging in, in any way oh sure but sure. you know it is kind yeah, but i'm saying and this is in response to your you know you you said you were on a journey and you feel like yeah. you're at where you're at and i'm on a journey i feel like where i'm at that's fine i don't think there's anything i, I think that's cool I, I think that's what makes humans humans you know we're we're all sort of in our world and in our path. And, and, you know, I, I just, I feel like anytime religion or anything brings about hate or sort of segregation or, or anything that that's when it kind of starts worrying me because, but um, dude, that old Testament is filled with that. I mean, it's I just, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not denying that it is like slaughter all the people in that, that town. Cause I told you you could, and then, you know, steal well, the women and kids, you know, and, yeah. and they're your totally. slaves. Jacked, I know it is jacked up. I, I basically, I, know I would we say, are now in the New Testament, but I'm not denying the fact that that is some jacked up stuff. So, uh, is, are you are you a <laughs> New Covenant guy who's like basically like Jesus came along, and even though he said, "I'm not here to erase the Old Testament," I'm here sure. to just, even though he said that supposedly, right. you, you know, a lot of people are kind of like, "Yeah, but I'm gay." And I still want to be Christian, so therefore, there's a new covenant, and the new covenant is everything that I like. Uh, well, I'm I'm not into the idea of everything I like is obviously the thing that God likes. Uh, I do believe that uh, there is uh, because I do I, a lot of Christians that I know that that does seem to be pretty convenient. It seems like hey. So God likes all the things you like and doesn't like all the things you don't like. That's pretty neat. Um, <laughs> there's no, there's no way to get around the fact that the Old Testament is jacked up. I have read it. I've read it all, uh, even the really boring books. Um, but uh, and even the stuff that Paul wrote in the New Testament is jacked. Yeah, there's some. I, I know. All right. I so know, if we take out the sure. stuff that's jacked and we're left with what the Sermon on the Mount, the Sermon on the Mount still jacked. <laughs> It's all Jack. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Book. You know, it's like we're I'm on not a... even acting like it ain't. Yeah, we're, yeah. On, we're on. I think in my own world, I think I think God is crazy. I think he's, but he, but but if if God is God, I, I feel like he has he's able to be crazy. I mean, you know what I mean. But like, it, uh, that doesn't mean that he's worthy of worship. Trying to rep. Yeah. Uh, again, I I I try to tend. I, I I'm. I try to stand more on the the things that I do know and, and not stand on the things that I'm not sure of. Um, the things that I can't deny are the things that have sort of happened in my life. Uh, and those of all have, those all have been positive and uplifting things. Those, are, those haven't been segregation and, you know, uh, hate or any of that stuff. Um, but having said that, I do know fully well, you know, the Bible that, you speak of and everything, and, I, and I'm not here to deny it. I, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm not a scholar. I'm not a guy who studies it. I, I don't know, you know, all the 
Is it possible that you're a good person that good things happen to? Or is it possible that maybe, like, for instance, when you're praying, the lines get crossed and you get thrown to Allah (laughs) by mistake and he thinks... I mean, I guess anything's possible. I, I don't know much about all of it, but I, I would imagine anything being possible. It just seems like a coincidence, like 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 that you would be born and raised in Georgia, which is not. Ex- I mean, if you ended up a flaming gay Muslim, then I might sure. go, "Wow, okay, God figured out a way to get to you." But like in Georgia, it's like right. you're not. It's oh, come on. I know the Bible Belt, but here's the thing. Uh, what's funny is uh, being. A skeptic that you deny that I am. I I hate the fact that I was uh, that I. It's the full fledged Bible Belt, uh, you know. Because to me, it, I, I went through the same thing where it's just like, okay, I, I I should be a Christian. Look at where I'm at. You know what I mean? I, I'm full fledged in this exact spot, you know. But having said that, again, I just was just like, well, these are the things that I feel like you know are, are very real for me. Um. But, uh, but yeah, I do agree. I, I agree that, you know, that it's very, uh, it's very easy to be a Christian, uh, you know, this day and age uh, in the Bible Belt of America. But I don't know. I mean, I, I'm on my own journey, you know what I mean? And it's still a path that I'm figuring out every day, and, and, and I'm open to—I I like discussing it, you know what I mean? I think it's very human nature to discuss where we're at and why we're here. And, and as a skeptic, like, I'm not, you know, I, I know a lot of people who they don't even want to talk about other options. They don't even want to talk about, like, you know, <laughs> having a discussion about this. I, I like it. I enjoy it. I, I think, you know, that, I don't know, I, I, I'm always down to learn and to, to, you know, figure things out for myself. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't raised in a Christian home, um, which is very uh, different. Than, a, than someone who's in the Bible Belt. My, my parents weren't like raging atheists that, you know, whatever, but we just never did any. We never took any very much stock in any of it. I mean, we just kind of hung out and existed, you know. So when things happened to make, to, to bring me to a spot where that was what I was faced with, it, it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't like, you know, like, oh, let, let, I'm, you know, I'm just going to carry on doing what I've been doing since my whole childhood with no with no concern or thought, you know, um, I am a very, by nature, I'm a very skeptical person and you have to convince me of things, you know, I'm not, I'm not just going to accept your word for it just because it sounds cool, you know, please and tell me where I can mail you some books. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my address. <laughs> um, that's, that's, I mean, that's just, I'm just, I'm just talking about that. Like that's who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I would be lying if I denied it, you know, even if it's easier sometimes to deny it. But having said that, uh, it is funny that it just gets its own genre sometimes. <laughs> well, it should. <laughs> should it? It should. It should have its own genre. I mean, I don't like that. It, it's more about the audience, you know, than anything else. I mean, you know, labels want to put this label on it. Critics want to say that it's this or that. But that's not the important thing. The important thing is what the audience is seeing getting what the expectations are you know you know that kind of thing it's a whole different experience if i go when i would go to an under oath show or or an impending doom show or something like that versus going to see behemoth you know it's a different experience yeah but i mean i wonder if if you would you know like i don't know if you like under oath or anything but i wonder if you would be like the or you know if someone's like oh i don't know like to me it's that's just weird to throw something so deep and so personal in such like to give it its own genre as if like this music is 
I mean, if an atheist covered an under oath song, is it not? Is it Christian music still? Is no, it Christian but rock. Still? But at the same time, if I go to see uh, Down, I'm not. They're not going to be doing a prayer in the middle of the set like Under Oath does or did. So you're, anyway, yeah. If I'm trying to turn my metal buddy on to Jesus. I, it'd be nice to like know which show I'm going to take him to that's going to make him go kick ass, Jesus, you know, rather right. than like, you know, accidentally slip into a behemoth show and all of a sudden my, all my work I'm doing <laughs> right. on my buddy is completely <laughs> gone. Drain. Yeah. So now, so we just need to, we need to define every genre with what religion they're a part of yeah. satan metal muslim metal I, they should have a beam of light coming from heaven already uh, yes exactly <laughs> forget the stage lights if they're, if they're real christian I mean. it's gonna come down uh, from above awesome that's awesome yeah oh uh, man well let's see new the new project 68 dude it's it's awesome it's it's thank you it's something I don't want to say it's completely different because, I mean, I hear some of the stuff you've done before. I mean, I hear a lot of sure. different things that are going on in there. And the two-piece thing I'm is... i just one guy, so uh, well, it's obviously going to have some similarities. Yeah, you know? exactly. But I just love the fact that you guys are going to be able to tour in a Ford Focus. No, oh, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> there are way less cooks in the kitchen. And it's uh, quite, a, quite a nice uh, thing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna tour a smart car <laughs> yeah. so, so is it uh is it just completely different playing guitar and singing on stage versus the kind of show you used to do uh, just oh yeah how incredibly <laughs> insane you used to be on stage it's very it's, it's quite nice i mean there's 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 pros and cons obviously but one of the pros for me and one of the perks is definitely just you know uh, being it's just so different you know i i, I I really wanted to stray away from just doing, you know, the the chariot part two or whatever, and and I didn't really know what that looked like for a, for a moment. But the the moment I sort of thought about two piece and and what that would look like and is, if it's possible with what I want to do, like that's when it all sort of started to form in my head and to, to become like oh like like that's when I started getting really excited because I wanted something so different. You know what I mean? I wanted some like me playing guitar and singing is obviously just leaps and bounds different than you know than having the freedom of a, a microphone which I which I did in Norma Jean and which I did in the chair you know um, so yeah it's it's so different and for for me very fresh it's like taking something that I've done most of my life and just completely put it on its head and and made it to where it's like oh okay so everything's different now everything's fresh everything's new you know what I mean you took took something that I got. It took me out of my comfort zone, which is something I, I enjoy. Um, I sort of enjoy the, the journey and, and, you know, the struggle, if you will. Um, so there's so many things about it that, that are just completely flipped everything I knew and everything I was comfortable with up on its head. And and, uh, and I enjoy that. I, I really, you know, I like that process. And, and as an artist, it's it's quite nice to, to feel sort of a, a new spark, you know. I have to say I despise you though for trying to make me play two YouTube videos at the same time <laughs> because I can't. I was like, "Is it supposed to sound like this?" I don't. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, my browser is just yeah. pissed off at me because I'm trying to play two things at once. And uh, right. <laughs> but I thought that was a fun concept uh, to try yeah, to make that happen. I thought it was pretty cool. It's an idea that I that I had, and um, yeah, there was a lot of. Uh, Luckily, you're not a four-piece anymore, you know? I mean, 
Yeah, exactly. It, it took a lot of convincing. Let's put it that way. I, I had to sort of convince the label that I, I'm like, it'll be fine. And they're like, yeah, but people are going to be, I'm like, it's fine. I, I don't think people are going to be terribly offended that they have to do a little bit of work to, to make it work. <laughs> and I was like, if they are, that's fine. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll catch the next music video we throw out there or whatever, you know, it's, like, let's just try it and see what happens. You well, know? 68 and is a different thing, but it's still also for fans of Ashley Simpson. Um, so that, <laughs> so that's Which an inside joke. I'm just really? the old sticker on the chariot. Oh, I know. CD. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Chuck's staring at me like, what the? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. The debut record of the chariot said uh, something about me being a former circus performer. And something about it for fans of someone, someone, and, and Ashley Simpson, which <laughs> was current at the time. <laughs> now it sounds dated, and that's because it is. <laughs> oh, and it was only what you know a decade ago. Decade so. ago, exactly. Is ten years that long of a time? Any? I mean, that's Man, that's crazy. Tell me about it. Well, let's talk again sometime before that. Indeed, right on. sounds good to me. <laughs> Well, new record is out on the 8th. Uh, it is, oh, where's my damn notes here? It's In Humor and Sadness is the name of the record from 68, yep. man. And uh, I look forward to everybody getting exposed to the rest of it uh, because I, th- right on. I, th- I think it's going to be a, a different animal. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I appreciate uh, the kind words. And you are going to be on tour with a Listener, I believe, just in a couple yep. weeks. Yeah, we, uh, we leave next week for it. So. Awesome. Kick ass. Thanks, Josh. Very Be good. We nice. appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thank you guys so much. Y'all take care. Let me the t-
subscribe to the Metal Sucks Podcast today. Sadistic Embodiment is a new song from Cannibal Corpse on the Metal Sucks podcast. Are you excited for the album? I actually am after hearing the song. Yeah. I'm not normally, like, when whenever I hear a single or something like that, a lot of time I don't get kind of jazzed about it, but, I mean, I'm a Cannibal Corpse fan, so, you know, just hearing that song and going, this is fucking brutal. I think if you're a metal fan, you have to be a Cannibal Corpse fan, and I don't know what it is about it that just makes it so, like, intrinsic. But like if you I know don't like is. if you don't like Cannibal Corpse, you're just not a metal fan. No, it's the it's the Ace Ventura thing. It's the it's the they are the band that made extreme metal 
sort of acceptable. Yeah. So they're the one that kind of put them over the top, the or put us over the top as far as legitimate type. You know what I'm saying? Like they they're the band. It's like I was saying, and they're the reference point. That's the easy yeah. one for the the all the haters to point at and so they get that's the only one anybody ever remembers right well it's got cannibal in the name and corpse in the name it's got oh, it's, oh, it's gotta be awful <laughs> yeah so i mean they're, they're an easy easy target so yeah it's fun but it's funny he's like I, I, you've been getting uh airbnb people staying in our house lately and like every once in a while like there, there's like a, a metal they they claim to be a metal fan oh yeah and uh, and uh, one of these guys i'm like hey you know slayer's coming uh to austin uh Who? And, and 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 they're like oh my god i love slayer and i'm like, again yeah, what's really exciting is exodus and suicidal tendencies are opening up and they're like i never really liked them and i'm like what how can you, you that that's ridiculous get out of my house <laughs> <laughs> but if they like Barry Manilow, they can stay. Yeah, well, totally. Uh, Barry, I got the box fine. set, man. Right, I know. I know. <laughs> the, 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 you're fine. You you guys can stay. It's all right. Oh, jeez, man. All right. So in this last segment, I don't want to talk about it, but I want to talk about it. We got to talk, talk about it because it's like the biggest news thing of the week. And uh, it just pisses me off. This whole thing with a bon- upon a burning body. All right. I don't, I don't want to say their name too much. U-A-B-B. Uh, upon a burning body. Uh, and they, they, their lead singer went missing this week. Yeah. Supposedly. Well, he can you read the tweets? All right. Let me read the tweets that popped good. up here. All right. These are good. <clears throat> oh, uh, first off, the Facebook post uh, from their uh, from their Facebook. Okay. Their actual Facebook that that's kind of started everybody going was uh, breaking news. Danny Leal, singer of uh, Upon a Burning Body, has been reported missing. Uh, he was last seen in his hometown of San Antonio, Texas, on Monday, June 30th. And then people went to his Twitter, Danny Leal's Twitter, which uh, had a couple of suspicious tweets that said, the same sketchy car has been driving past my house over and over again the past three, day, uh, three days straight, quote unquote. Or uh, the last tweet that he had before this all went down was, quote, wide awake now, could have sworn I heard someone in my house exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point unquote so suddenly everybody's going what the fuck happened upon a burning body what's, no. the, what's going on you know what more importantly they're going who the hell are <laughs> upon a burning body see i know who they are i mean i'm familiar with them they're You're part right. of the they're part of the sumerian core the the suicide chelsea osiris grin uh burning body crowd like that's a that's the whole scene thing right, right. now and they're they're part of that crowd so uh, I, I i was familiar with them i played some of their shitty songs before uh and oh come on uh, texas blood money come on are you fucking serious i don't we, know i've never heard it uh, stars but i'll tell you are big and bright because of this i'm gonna go listen no, yes. do not listen. No, I, I will. I will uh, give me. I'm gonna break your fucking eye. I'm gonna break that shit just so you don't fucking fall for this crap. Because this is the stuff that makes us all fucking stupid, and that's what. That's why I hate this shit. No, it's because it makes us all fucking terrible and stupid. The guys in the cube were smarter than these fucking dudes. Oh, the dudes who in the air, air, airtight tube I, in dude, London. Yes, that or, or that I can totally get behind. That that's a stunt that's kind of goofy totally and weird and and whatever. But this right here. You know, I know San Antonio. Like, I'm, we're we're in Austin, Texas. So, I I, I grew up right outside of San Antonio and got here, uh, got away from that part of Texas, and, and did it so without being abducted. Um, well, 
maybe once or twice. <laughs> okay. And I might have abducted a few people too while I we was We are close it. to Mexico. You know, abductions do happen. That's the thing is that it's fucking San Antonio, dude. Stranger things have happened to people in San Antonio. Yeah. I mean, I'm, the reason I quit going down there to the scene there was because I got fucking shot at. It was it in a drive-by. Like, is that right? It, it, at a convenience store that was on St. Mary's. Yes, that's why. Dude, you remember when we were leaving Iron Maiden from San Antonio? Yeah. There was like a fist fight in the street. No, I know. Yeah. I know. That's and and I love San Antonio. Like it's one of my favorite places in the world. I didn't before that moment. And then I was like, this place is awesome. But I have been frightened there for my life there before. And yeah. you know, and that's something so when I read shit like this, I'm like, Oh, it's entirely possible. Yeah. That this is, like it's feasible that something actually could happen. Like, yeah, you know. Be like Mitch Lucker to you know, texting about how bad is uh, what kind of condition his motorcycle was in before he crashed right right and you go oh whatever you know it's just a stunt and then he winds up dead so you know the possibility of this guy being dead is entirely you know it's all there and then well he never claimed that they never claimed that he was dead they claimed that he was missing well that he was missing or kidnapped or abducted or whatever so that you know you know, just spiral down the whatever hole well i think if you assume that he's dead then that's your take on it true but him missing i mean he could be okay he could have been abducted by a hot chick but i'm a worst case scenario guy i mean i'm totally yeah. a worst i'm like i'm thinking the worst of any situation and i'm thinking like the first scene of a porno you know <laughs> <laughs> like well i got a bunch of co- and then I wound up in a bed, in bed with some chicks for five days straight, and yeah. nobody knew where I was. Yeah, it's like a. Oh, that's kind of awesome. It is All the right. singer, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he is pretty cute. He, he does. They wear they wear suits on stage, so I mean, he's a good looking guy. Uh, but uh, I don't know. And then, of course, uh, the Sumerian guy came out. Uh, Ash came out and uh, the, <clears throat> made a statement about it and said that he had nothing to do and didn't know about it. But, or he said, as a child, we learned the story of the boy who cried wolf, and it sticks within our consciousness for a reason. I do not condone this type of publicity stunt. What? 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 Whatever. Uh, this was done behind my back, and I am not okay with it. In my eyes, there is never a time to use the possibility of real life abduction, injury, or murder of someone to uh, someone you care about to promote anything, especially an album. By the way, upon a burning body on tour, August fourteenth. And here's the new single. Thanks very much. Totally, totally awesome. I think this is brilliant because it's like it, it, it's so hard to get people's attention. It is so hard. I agree. I no, I I totally see why. I get it. And these I guys are struggling, struggling to survive. Anything you can do to try to get people's eyeballs on what you do so that you've got a chance to have a career in the most difficult thing, the most difficult career there is. You could become a nuclear scientist easier than you can make a good career out of being a musician, a metal musician. I say I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. And beyond that... I'm applauding. Yeah. I think I'm applauding it. You you win. You got me. That's great. They Fantastic. Troll, uh, yeah. The, 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 and the, yeah, and whether they trolled in, everybody. Whether you're in yeah. an oxygen-deprived box or you're getting abducted, maybe, who knows? I'm all for it. And you know what? I hope more bands come up with stuff. Because you know what? It made a slow news week pretty damn interesting for a few minutes. I just yeah. Only two things. One, that abduction should have gone longer. I mean, stretch it out a little bit. 
you know, another few days. Well, maybe. they wanted that single to hit before the weekend. Yeah. So, oh, is that, they well, put I, a new single. Wanted, oh, yeah. They got it. They got a new okay. single. Kick and ass. Like they, that landed like right afterwards. Perfect. Oh, so well done. Oh, oh my god, I didn't know that. That's uh, so great. You ABB, you can suck a bag of dicks. And, all right. In then, my opinion, I am no. I'm I'm through. But they got to follow it up too. They got to have something else that happens next. You know that that I you know fake real whatever something else to kind of keep us in the craw that that yeah, keep themselves in our craw. That would be really good. Well, it's called the Mayhem Tour. That's so that's basically where they were going. Uh, the Mayhem tour started on the fifth, oh. and they released a single before the weekend, and like all that, all of it worked oh, so all well. conjunction so together. Well that's why, as soon as I saw the story, I was like, "This is a fucking stunt." Oh, so good! I was like, as, as soon as I saw it, that's what was, was in my head. But I was like, "I can't, I can't commit." How can you possibly say that that that, that like, hey, oh no, this is terrible. Nobody else should do this. When you know what no, it was interesting and no, it was fun. But the problem, the problem, actually, I think the problem that I have with it is a problem that a lot of people would have with it. It's from, and I'm going to speak for all of the metal people in this respect, like metal journalists and those guys. Is that we all? I could guarantee you, almost every fucking one of us said, "This is bullshit. It's a fucking stunt." But none of us could go, "It's a fucking stunt. It's bullshit." in public because if something actually happened then we're like we look like the assholes and then that's the that's that's the that that's where they got us so you're upset because you might have ended if you had done what you wanted to do you would have ended up looking like an asshole yeah well no 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 if if he would have like come up dead or kid actually kidnapped then you look like a dick because you're calling them out for being for for doing what they were doing right but, which I, which but you didn't because you know you're not sure which is you know nobody's really sure yeah maybe it is but you do you think but enjoy it while it lasts i guess though i, I don't know man i, I mean they what got, do you care about the singer of upon a burning body i don't care about this singer of upon a burning body abducted not abducted whatever fun story i'm cool i care about a metal dude who might have gotten hurt i mean no, i think that's a bad thing no, you, know? you don't i care about the dude that got stabbed in the neck in fucking el paso at a at a, at a deicide show i give a shit about that i mean i think that's a bad thing i don't want to see some dude get abducted especially from san antonio because that that doesn't turn out well well getting stabbed in the neck it's like there's no story there you know it's like okay it happened <laughs> but what i'm but saying if there's is, a story there you know if he's clinging to life okay now that's a cool story i'm all into that uh, see i mean i i think that it, i i just don't i don't want to see anybody hurt like actually hurt yeah you know the, i mean if you get a bloody nose or whatever fuck it you know it's a it's the shit happens in a pit but but what i'm saying is, is that i nobody nobody wanted to commit to the to the saying that this was a hoax because nobody could nobody wanted to be wrong like like they wanted to be we all wanted to be right about it because and i and i think everybody was right about it but nobody wanted to be like if i if i make light of this and then this turns out bad then i'm a real so you're shithead. upset because you don't have the opportunity to say i told you so no i have the because i knew this was wrong i know but you couldn't say it well, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm upset because fuck those guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the extent of it. Yeah, pretty much. See, I just love it. I just, I think, you know, what's great about this? They is did what they, they it did exactly people, what they were supposed to do. They got on the headline of every fucking exactly. blog on everything that they, they all, they got out there everywhere. And really, what's disappointing more than anything else is the fact that the the people that are out there that are either fans already of them or tertiary fans of that sort of genre just 
don't give a shit. They exactly. saw they saw upon a burning body in a headline and said, "I think I'm going to go check that out." Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm going to buy that album. Yep. Like they fucking fell for it, and that's really what's what's the most disappointing. Thing I don't think them. no. You're see, you're mischaracterizing. I don't think people are falling for it. I think people are are. are it, it, it gets their attention, and therefore they give it a chance. Now you have a, once you give it a chance, you have the opportunity to not like it. Yeah, and people therefore do it. So the band, all they're doing is trying to get that chance. I just get pissed off. So you're people. saying there's a chance. Yeah, you know? I just get pissed off of people following the shiny thing. You know, you know what I mean. It's like this is the this is the shiny here the, the, the shiny keys jingle jangle. I did, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of seeing people do that, and they, everybody goes for it. But in a slow no, news week, you gotta, that's true. You got to. Well, we love right. those shiny right. things. All right, guys, do some more shit. That's okay. Kidnap or some do something else. But what's awesome did too? You see, did you see the band the hell with the with their response? I, I haven't yet, but I saw. Oh the my headline. god, that shit, really great. that shit was great. That shit was great. Good they for so them. Now, them. Now they get attention too. This I, is fantastic. Now see that I was uh, totally behind because. They, they basically just did a big F you to them, and and that was great. And I'm glad that 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 uh, upon a burning body, you know, I'm glad he wasn't really abducted unless it would have been abducted by hot chicks. And uh, uh, but I guess what I'm feeling is I I would pref- I prefer that news story, a fake news story like that, over the dudes in uh, uh, was it King seven one seven or whatever? Oh, eight ten, eight ten. Yeah, the, sorry, they, you know who actually beat somebody up. Allegedly. Now, allegedly, right? And so it's like, well, I'd much rather that nobody got hurt and it's fun story than somebody actually did and it's a fun story. Yeah, I guess. But but my, my but problem is... I still is, like a fun story either way. <sighs> I mean, hell, I was saying earlier, I hope that we have lunch with just Josh Goggins someday and he punches me in the mouth and that is a story and that's bad fun for everybody happens involved. every day. I don't think you need to make up more bad shit happening to your band. But if it's nothing's not happening to your band, nothing's happening to your band. You got to get something to happen that people will talk about. Do it. Okay. <laughs> it could be the falling in reverse guy smashing some some guy in the face at a at a show or whatever with his mic stand. Yeah, I, is, that, is that good enough? See, is that good? All, all I'm saying is that, is that cool. All I'm saying is that, let's get some news going. Let's our fuck po- it. You know, our podcast well. is kind of like a, a like a band. You know, we're like a two piece band. So here. We, but so the problem is, is that like if like, I went missing, nobody would give a shit. <laughs> I'd love to do something like this, but I know that that you and the guys at Metal Sucks and everybody would be like, screw you, man. Why'd you do that? And I'm like, I'm trying to get attention to what we do. I want people to give us a chance. That, and if you went missing, you'd be like, well... All right, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. What are we going to get for next week's episode? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know who we're going to have on next week's episode. we got to wrap this one up, though. Oh, yeah, I know that for question. sure. Good question. I forgot that. Uh, Between the Bear and Me, maybe? Yeah. Uh, I think that one may be up, uh, up next week. So. Awesome. Yeah, yeah we'll that was to, a good one, too, because he's got some interesting things to say about their relationship with their fans. Mm-hmm, indeed, and why they don't like to talk to people. Ooh. So I can I can extrapolate a lot out of that one. We'll uh-huh. do that on next week's next episode week. because I want to tie that into the whole we don't play old stuff anymore. Uh, and see mm, how, the, how all yeah. that works and see it all ties together. But uh, thanks to uh, Josh Scoggin. Scoggin. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Scoggin. Josh Scoggin for being our guest this week. Pick 68. Up, up, the new up. record comes out tomorrow. Uh, and uh, as always, you can pick us up on iTunes. So make sure that you subscribe on iTunes. Uh, leave us five stars and tell us how much we suck. And every Monday at MetalSucks.net. I am Chuck. I'm Godless. And this has been the Metal Sucks Podcast.